Hello and welcome to the Way Deacon Poetry Anthology podcast on Living Space. Living Space by Imtiaz Darker. There are just not enough straight lines. That is the problem. Nothing is flat or parallel. Beams balance crookedly on supports, thrust off the vertical. Nails clutch at open seams. The whole structure leans dangerously towards the miraculous. Into this rough frame, someone has squeezed a living space and even dared to place these eggs in a wire basket. Fragile curves of white hung out over the dark edge of a slanted universe, gathering the light into themselves as if they were the bright, thin walls of faith. Here, Darker invites us to see a vision of a precariously created slum town in Mumbai. It would be easy to assume this is an angry protest of those who are forced to live in such abysmal conditions. However, remarkably, the undertone is somewhat more celebratory. The poet describes a ramshackle living space which people migrate to from all over India, ironically seeking better opportunities. These living spaces are botched together using an array of random materials, corrugated sheets, wooden beams and tarpaulin, and they are celebrated as a miracle. What is truly shocking is that Mumbai slums sit at the heart of the economic activity in the urban core. This is geographically unique as single-storey dwellings border the city's expensive high-rise buildings. It's hard to fathom the imbalance In this, the 12th richest city in the world, people are living in such deprived conditions. This is on the periphery of such prosperity. The large billionaire population and India's oldest stock exchange. Moving on to the poet. Imtiaz Darker was born in Pakistan and grew up in Scotland. And her mixed heritage and itinerant lifestyle is at the heart of her writing. Darker's richly textured poems span geographical and cultural displacement, conflict and gender politics, while also interrogating received ideas about home, freedom and faith. Darker conveys her message via physical poverty in the form of a poorly constructed home. Instead of focusing on the inadequacies of the structure that is the living space, she uses this as a platform to comment on those who are in poverty, more of a commentary on their conditions and their future possibilities. Now, let's have a look at how Darker crafts her poem. She opens so distinctively to give the reader an insight into why there is a problem without explaining it in the first place. The lines of the building are slanting and unstable, balancing precariously between the dangerous and the miraculous. But why do these faults exist? Darker wants us to know that these are not due to neglect. Rather, it is the structure that causes the problem. These aren't your average small DIY jobs. Instead, they will require large-scale renovation to address the structural issues, something which is simply not viable for those who cannot afford such work. Perhaps here she's reaching out and communicating to us that this is a bigger problem that the impoverished can't fix for themselves. Once Darker has established this, she then delves into more specifics of the home. One of the small scale issues is that the nails clutch at open seams. 
This is an interesting use of personification as the verb clutch implies holding on in utter desperation. This is crucial in the poem as people living in these spaces would feel a sense of desperation due to their financial constraints. We learn that the building leans dangerously towards the miraculous and this expresses the idea that something brighter might happen. Perhaps it is leaning towards the future. The rushed format of the poem and the enjambment could, on one hand, represent that the topic is exciting enough for Darker as she stumbles through the words quickly. Or it could act as a visual representation of the slum structures leaning over and on top of one another. The fact that the lines into this rough frame, someone has squeezed a living space, are in fact squeezed into the centre of the poem, represents the cramped living conditions of the inhabitants. Arguably, one of the most poignant images is the eggs in the wire basket and their fragile curves of white. Here the eggs, like the buildings, are miracles. It's an act of faith that they have placed something so fragile and delicate, which presents new life precariously in this ramshackle environment. Ultimately, the message is of hope and faith. A better future will always be possible in the midst of suffering and darkness, so long as the bright thin walls of faith still shine and look forward. The whole situation is unstable, like the house, and it almost seems like an act of faith to inhabit one of these rough structures. But the poem represents the fragility of human life and how faith brings hope. Possibilities can indeed still prevail against the dimness. Now, moving on to themes. Darker explores a multitude of themes which are useful for us when it comes to our studies and our comparisons. She explores the theme of fragility with the lack of stability in the structure. She explores the theme of place in terms of the living area and then the wider scale, scale implications of these conditions, i.e. poverty and inherent justice. In terms of links to other poems, living space is more versatile than you might initially think. For example, you could compare it to Cozy. Both describe a precarious contentment. Whilst Darker explores the instability in the houses, Dove explores how the imminent storm threatens upheaval. Remarkably, though, the people in both seem content with their place in the world. Why not compare London to living space? You could explore both in terms of place and the suffering inherent in both due to the distribution of wealth. Now, which other poems could you compare? Thanks for listening and good luck with your poetry studies.